how to get a dusty to go away, give them a bill. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Always carry a bill in your purse so you can hand it over. It could be past due. Scratch out your name, get you a little marker. You know, keep a little bill, extra bill in your purse at all times. This was dusty repellent. It's like a cross to a vampire. It's like holy water to the uh, to the possessed. You just pull out a bill and they will run. Okay. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode fifteen of your new favorite podcast. New favorite podcast. Woo! Episode fifteen, y'all. Where we are two witty peas in one cute ass witty pod, unraveling the mirage of adult life as we know it through topics such as work-life balance, relationships, finances. Sprinkle with some politics and pop culture. I'm Coco Louie. And I'm Kimberly. And welcome to the pond, John. Hey, y'all. Hey. Fresh off that good old Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) 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 We were not going to discuss Cinco de Mayo. Okay. (laughs) Y'all. We had a time. We had a time. Or a time time. had on us. Or should we say you? Okay, on me. Y'all. Y'all saw the recap. She was talking all that big noise about wanting to go to Casa de la Rosa, finding Ricky. No, 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 no. I did do all those things two times over. So, yeah. Although I fell asleep at the table, it was the final (laughs) table. (laughs) It was the final table of my tour. Mm. Remember, I started hours earlier than y'all. Whatever you say, friend. On a different side of town than y'all. Whatever you say, friend. And then I got with y'all, and I was just like, I mean, also, I was up at, like, 5 a.m., like, whatever you say, friend. (laughs) Yes, and shout-out to Rashida for hanging out with us. We had a really good time. We did. Um, But, yes, uh, Cinco de Mayo was one for the books. The city was litty. Super litty. Black people really enjoyed Cinco de Mayo, okay? Yes. Yes, we did that. That was our holiday. Yes, it was our holiday. It was our opportunity to be out and be seen and enjoy all the festivities. My name was Estrada for the day. Estrada. Estrada. You don't even remember. I think it was Estrada. That girl that is means gone. star. <laughs> I'm sick. It was a good time. A it good was. time. And so now, actually, um, we're in the middle of something to celebrate you, um, Teachers Appreciation Week. Oh. Yeah, so shout out to all of the teachers, all of the educators out there. We see you. We appreciate you. You guys do so much. Mm-hmm. Like, truly, if you really think about it, I think, I mean, I'm not a parent. I have guy babies, but pandemic really, really pronounced the role of teachers. You would think. Because it's like, now you're forced to be, not that you you don't have your kids all the time, but you now see what your child's teacher has to go through. You think little Timmy and little Tina are angels on earth and they be cutting up in class no. while, you, while you try and work. But the thing about it is the pandemic has come and gone and parents are back to being on their regular schmegler. Really? Absolutely. I honestly think it's worse because now parents feel like they can do what we do, but they can't because, one, it's a different setting. Mm-hmm. It's different rules, procedures, and laws you have to abide by, mm-hmm. schedules. Mm-hmm. And still, there are certain parameters that we work off of to maintain the safety and protection so that something like COVID does not transpire again. So, you know, unfortunately, what did they say? Like, out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of these families, like, they're, they're still doing the bare minimum, still giving teachers a lot of flack. When it comes to, you know, being in the classroom and what that looks like. But what do I know? 
I mean, I know a lot. So stop playing with me, y'all. <laughs> Teacher appreciation should be more than a week. And also, to be honest with you, it's something that, like, I feel like families sh- should be doing on a more consistent basis. Like, mm-hmm. it shouldn't just be towards the end of the school year once. Mm-hmm. Um, although this is the job that educators signed up for, like, it's it's still way more than what most people could ever handle. So, you know, treat those families nice. And families treat the teachers nice. Yeah. You know? I agree. And then um, also, can't forget, Mother's Day is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So shout out to all the moms out there. My mom, both my grandmas, my godmoms, my aunts, you know, Kimmy, all my friends that are moms, all of the mommy figures out there. You know, it's just amazing. Oh, thank you. You know? My tiny teenager is here now, and um, mother's tired. <laughs> but anyway, we digress. So to whom it may concern, Kimmy? To whom it may concern, talk to yourself like someone who loves you do you guys ever take the time out to slow down and have conversations with yourself like real conversations and it could be out loud or just in your head Mm -hmm. or it could be in journal form but like engaging with yourself as you want others to engage with you Mm -hmm. being gentle being open-minded uh being a a active listener and then i don't i mean i don't know how some people might feel about this responding back (laughs) (laughs) Responding back, meaning just thinking the whole thought through. Mm-hmm. Like hearing the argument out loud and then responding <laughs> accordingly. Because okay. it's like, you know, it's me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end. You got it, friend. That's what I found out. So sometimes you might have to have that full, uh, is that considered a monologue? <laughs> Listen, baby, it's going to be whatever you want it to be. Okay, it's a one-woman show. Because, yeah. Yeah, it's a one-woman show. So... Do that and, and and see if it works for you. I would encourage you guys. I would in, employ you all <laughs> to try that out this week and let us know how it works for you. I mean, I'm 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 here for the talking, but I'm it's not gonna give response, friend. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, you don't have to tell us that you do it, <laughs> but people do do it. What Mr. Brown said, I said to self myself said, hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta respond. Sometimes you have to respond. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, again, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, last week we had such a great, great episode. Um, and so we want to kind of continue along the lines of, you know, mental health and things like that. So today we're focusing on self. All right. Mm-hmm. That was such a great to make concern. So that brings us to the topic of today. Do you like yourself? Do you, Do really? you like yourself? Do you love yourself? Like for real, for real. Like in totality. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Are you sure? I mean, I'm 100% sure. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I swear, coming in here, these episodes be blowing me, man, because we come in with one thought, and then it's like, as soon as the mic turned on, I'd be like, bruh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Okay, so I like when we were <clears throat> brainstorming for this episode, I loved how you said, think of this as... A job interview. Yeah. So what would you say are your top three strengths strengths, mm. and top three weaknesses? Woo! Let me go backwards. Let me start with my weaknesses, okay? Because okay. <laughs> y'all know I'm on this whole maintenance journey. Okay. okay? Well, I like that. Maintenance journey. Yeah, maintenance journey. Everyone else is calling it self-care or, you know, all of that other stuff. But it's a maintenance journey for me. So my weaknesses would be 
I do believe that I am selfish. Mm-hmm. I think the more that I'm starting to unpack a lot of my behaviors and, and responses, um, and even identifying like how I'm quickly triggered by things, is from a selfish point of view. I think another weakness for me is that I don't express gratitude to myself often. Mm-hmm. Like I quickly can acknowledge or praise myself for something, but to really dive into like being grateful, proud, mm-hmm. I'm lacking there. And I think another weakness I have is the gift of gab. Okay. You know, I've always been a talker. Mm-hmm. But over the years, as I've gotten older, I've shied away from talking. Mm-hmm. But when I do talk, I be talking. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I want to learn how to not overly communicate. Okay. Uh, and we were, you were, we were talking about that the last episode, I believe. Mm-hmm. If not the last, then the one before. Mm-hmm. But recently, we were talking about that. Yeah. Just, and it's, it's more so self-control. Mm-hmm. And I do have it. It's just a lot of times once I start, I'll be like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I don't. But then sometimes later I do. Mm-hmm. It's like talker's remorse. So, you know, like buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. No, that's a thing. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah. That's a real life thing. Oh, talker's remorse. Okay, cool. Um, That validated me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, strengths would be my ability to step out my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about that before. Like, I probably will complain about it. But I'm definitely, like, if it's for the betterment of me or, you know, someone I'm aligned with, I'm definitely going to step out my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a major strength. That's how I made it to where I am today. Mm-hmm. Uh, another would be I'm open-minded. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're really listening right now, it's contradictory to what I just said with one of my weaknesses. But I, I'm pretty open-minded. I, I did not say I was the most open-minded, mm-hmm. but I am pretty open-minded. I, I will definitely hear someone out. I probably won't agree with you, and I will probably have a rebuttal. But mm-hmm. I'm going to hear you out. Mm-hmm. And then my last strength would be I can be Switzerland. Mm-hmm. I can be very neutral. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had family, friends, homegirls, homeboys, all the things where, like, things go awry. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I can be neutral. You know, I can be calm, cool, collective. We can kiki. When we leave, we leave. And, you know, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you know, you pick and choose that. But I, I think a strength of mine is that I, I'm I'm quickly I'm able to quickly assess a situation and and then decide on how to find a middle ground mm-hmm. so that I can move forward. Okay. What about you, Coco Louie? Um, I'm gonna start with my strength. Okay. And I think three of my strengths or yeah, my top three strengths, I guess you could say, would be one, I have a very optimistic outlook on life. Mm-hmm. That's just me. That's I've always been that way ever since I was a kid. I've just I've always been that way. Let me see. Uh, number two, I'm solution based. <laughs> yes, like I'm very solution based. And I was, you know, touching on that the last episode. And I feel like I've touched on that a couple times. But again, to know me in real life is to know that is very true. Right. Very very true. And um, number three, I'm all about the vibes. I'm all about the vibes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm all about. The vibes, just bringing the vibes, having a good time. Now, my weaknesses, one, I'm an overthinker. I'm yep. an overthinker. Okay, I'm overthinking Olivia. Um, another weakness that I have. Come on, girl. Feel it. I'm trying to think. Tell on yourself. Let's go. I'm I'm trying to think. Um, oh, okay. And I've been doing the work to be better at this, but I don't like confrontation, so a lot of times I 
um, or a lot of past situations I have found myself where I'll bite my tongue sometimes to avoid confrontation. But in the end, that is not good because it just leads to several different doorways and we just not doing that. So I've been doing the work to really speak up when it comes to certain things or just, you know, get uncomfortable if I have to get uncomfortable. But I hate it, but, you know. So it's the weakness being uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, but I think that's any, well, I can't say that's everybody. Yeah, uh, for, not, for, for me, I yeah. don't like being uncomfortable. You identifying that it's your weakness is what I identified as my strength. Stepping out of my comfort zone. no. But see, I don't mind stepping out of my comfort zone, but me being uncomfortable and speaking in terms of confrontation. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm the opposite of that. I don't like confrontation, but I'm more uncomfortable with not speaking out about it mm-hmm. than to to just, like, shy away from it. Mm. And work made me be that way. Okay. So in a in my, in my, like, personal life, oh, I definitely was like that up until COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say work, I mean starting off in corporate America. Mm-hmm. It made me that way because when I left there and I realized so much that I had taken on, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, nah, like no, nothing's getting in, in the way of my money. Nobody's stepping on my toes. I'm going to mm-hmm. say what I got to say and we're going to figure it out type of attitude. So that's kind of interesting that it, it's flipped like that. But mm-hmm. okay. And then my last would be, I guess I can take it too far. And I, I I don't try to take it too far. You mean like hold a grudge or you mean like run an argument or something? Everything. Oh, gosh. Everything. I can take it too far. Now, I try not to because I'm aware of myself. But if you get me there, yeah. But again, okay, no one was perfect, only Jesus Christ. So true. I am a work in progress. And I, again, that's why I really do my best to stay within my character. There has I haven't been out of my character in a good long while, but should I? It's just it's not best, not best with nobody. I yeah. try to step off and give myself some breathing room before it escalate real quick. For sure, I mean I I agree with that because I'm the same way. So I I definitely agree with you. So if we're still treating this like a job interview, who would be your best references to support that this is your character? Like we could cold call them right now and be like. Yeah, Coco Louie is... Dang, I don't know, because I feel like... I, I don't want to say anybody, because it's like, no. Definitely my grandmother. For sure. My brother. JoJo. Yeah. Would you trust JoJo to be your reference? I would. Okay. I would. I trust him with my life. Oh, of course. Shoot, I don't know. Any one of my close friends. Mm-hmm. That's in any one of my close friends. And I say close friends, because, like, if I've confided in you, cried with you, you've cried with me... Like, you know, if you were present or extended an invitation to a birthday dinner of mine, Mm -hmm. because when everybody knows when I do my birthday, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. So it's it's something like for everybody. And then it's my dinner. And the dinner is just those closest to me. So if you've ever made it to the dinner, you can ask one of them. What about a person who who co-hosts the podcast with you? You've been at a dinner, friend. No, I meant like, could that be could that be a reference? Yes, friend. But it's that it's. You're a friend, so it was like, it's so many of y'all. So that's why I'm like, any friend. Because just like I could say you, I could say another friend. That's why I'm like, any any friend. Y'all see she's trying to throw me in the general friends box, and I'm just trying to separate myself. That's a weakness of mine. Oh, my. <laughs> I need titles, and I need uh, positive, <laughs> oh my. positive oh my reinforcement God. all the time. 
Um, but no, okay, cool. No, 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 that's good. That's good. I mean, I I definitely think we both could quickly pull out a couple of names um, that would support like we are who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll lend this to our listeners. Like, right. But first, before we lend it to the listeners, what about um, you? Who would be my three references? Yeah. My godfather, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I'm a daddy's girl. Any of my exes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, spicy. Okay. And um, mm, I'm going to have to give it to my child. My child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to give the last one to my child. Because I think she was supported and said that I'm a good person. Cassidy. Is mommy a good person? Yes. Cool person in the whole entire world. I love her so much. Thanks. Thanks, twin. So, yeah. I mean, my reference is solid. (laughs) (laughs) I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. So, if you were stranded on an island with yourself, would you be able to survive? Do you think you could survive with yourself? (laughs) Y'all, y'all need to see her face. Um, Maybe. Not Honest the maybe. Answer. It's a maybe? little high pitch like you did me the other time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would say maybe because I'm resourceful. Mm-hmm. I get things done. Yeah. I talk to myself a lot. Yeah. I respond to myself. Too. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is where I don't agree. Um, and I mean, I have, I have strength. Mm-hmm. In a lot, so I would say maybe. Okay. My my thing is, you know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know because when you know isolation, mm-hmm. so that's pretty much what this is: being stranded on an island by yourself mm-hmm. is isolation. Isolation is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier said than done when you're not in it. But I mean, I've been in isolating seasons of my life mm-hmm. where my friendships were rocky so i didn't have like one person to confide in Mm -hmm. you know my romantic relationship was in shambles my family relationships was unstable Mm -hmm. so i say talk to myself and respond because i i genuinely would have to have conversations with myself about picking up and moving on taking care of things doing what i need to do having life happen and not having someone to bounce you know, solutions and ideas and, and all of that stuff off. I mean, it's like you saying, being solution-based. Mm-hmm. So when you're in that isolation period, I mean, you're all you got. Yeah. And so you have to stop from the start from the top and work your way down to the bottom to get things done. So mm-hmm. if I was stranded on the island and, you know, it's just me, mm-hmm. I, I, I say maybe because you really don't know. Yeah. But I would, I mean, I would bet on myself a little bit more and say more than likely, heck yeah. Yeah. As long as, you know, I don't have to fight any lions, tigers, and bears. Oh I know, I know, lion, I know <laughs> lions and bears aren't on islands, y'all. Don't, don't come for me. But, you know, a panther, a cheetah, snake, shark, you know, mm-hmm. uh, outside of stuff like that. Metaphorically, if I had to be on an island by myself, yeah, I, I, I think it's a high probability that I would make it out just fine. Okay. What you think? I think I could. You know, I like me. I love me. But I also, I just, I'm just in awe at my mind. And sometimes it's like I'll have out of body experiences where I'm really like looking at what's in front of me and watching how I'm maneuvering through it. Yeah. And I just be like, man, like I know a lot of times 
a lot of times I kind of move in that mindset anyway, mm-hmm. where you were saying, you know, you all you have is yourself. Yeah. And it's not saying that I don't have any support around me because I do, but I know one, like I said last week, I don't like asking for help. Mm-hmm. So I'm already moving like, all right, girl, like <laughs> it's on you. Ain't nobody going to make sure you good other than God. People can say that. And they may show that they are that in times, but human man is human. They they will fall somewhere. Right. So at the end of the day, all you got is you. So it's like, you know, you're going to do whatever you need to do when your back is against the wall to survive. And that's what I was going to say. When your back is against the wall, I mean, and think of it, you might even have a village, but sometimes you got to do those quick you know, no time to to really stop and process it the way that you want to. You yeah. don't have a, you know, this isn't who wants to be a millionaire where you can phone a friend and all those things like that where you got to just jump and make that decision. So, again, do you like yourself enough? Yeah. Do you know yourself enough? Are you in tune enough to be like, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to rock this island. I'm good. I can make it. Yeah. You know, so I definitely I definitely think if it was just me, me, myself and I, we could do that. Now, I do have what is it? I don't say necessarily conversations with myself. I think out loud and I play scenarios all the time in my head. Definitely talking to yourself. Thinking out loud is talking to yourself. Yeah, no, but I'm saying that in terms of like, I think you're getting hung up on me saying responding. That's just the language being used, but, or having conversations No, because there are people that respond, so, Yes, no but it's the way in which one responds, you know? I'm not, you know, saying, like, Kimberly, uh, you know, how do you feel about tomatoes? Well, Kimberly, I feel like tomatoes are nasty because they're red and squishy, and uh, I'm not having those type of conversations, but it's like, well, girl, what you about to do? Because are we pulling up or are we not? Are you are you stepping up to the plate or are you not? But I wouldn't think that that would require a response. That's just a thought. So, like, that's thinking out loud. It is thinking out loud, but that is still technically a conversation. It's a, it's a question being posed. It's a it's an argument. It's a response that, I mean, technically a response is required, whether it's with action or verbiage. So it, wouldn't it still qualify as a conversation? No. I don't know. To me, I'm just like, if like, if that was me asking myself that out loud, that's I don't think that as a conversation, I think that's me thinking out loud. In my head, I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do? How am I going to fix it? Like, I don't know. So, yes, we do that all day long. Everybody does that all day long. Mm-hmm. But to call it a conversation, I don't know. Like I said, I would just deem that as me thinking out loud. Okay. But, you know. I understand. I don't, I don't disagree with you. We pretty much are saying the same thing. How do you manage yourself, Coco Louie? Like, how do you manage your stress? How do you manage love? How do you manage being hurt or hurting? How do you manage silence? Which we kind of talked about the isolation, but I think we can definitely dig in there more because managing silence is hard. Silence, like coming from other people or? Silence coming from yourself. Like, what do you do when you when you are in those moments where you're thinking out loud or even in your head and you don't, you, you don't have a response because you just, Mm, I really don't know. Like, I don't know. Um, so all of those, like love, hurt. How do you manage those? Uh, let me, let me. Okay, so how do I manage? Because you said stress too. Stress, I just try to do things that just bring me joy and peace of mind, whatever that is. And we were, 
I was dabbling on that with the whole self-care conversation that we had last week. So, you know, doing things that just bring peace to me, bring peace to my mind, doesn't cause me to be anxious. And, um, yeah, that's for stress. For love, <laughs> what's that? That's a dipping sauce. <laughs> exactly. Let me stop cracking jokes, bro, because I always love. I always joke, and I, maybe I need to stop saying this joke, but I always say God's favorite joke, funniest joke, is my love life. That thing is a running joke. Oh, yeah, I don't like okay? that. I need to I don't chill. I like when you say that. But, I mean, just based off past experiences, it is a joke. And um, even, let me just, you, you know what? Anyway, <laughs> so with with love, when things are good, of course, things are good. And when they're not, I just throw myself into other things to get my mind off it. I don't like dwelling on things. Like I said, I don't like feeling uncomfortable. So it's like when things... So you're an avoidant lover. No, I wouldn't say that because I'm going to deal with it. It's Uh just, I just, I can't let it consume me. Sure. So it's just like, I just throw myself into other things. It also just depends on what the situation is. Like, if it's a bad argument, we didn't got into an argument. I don't, I ain't trying to argue with you. I'm trying to love up on you. So I I hate that. I hate that. We arguing. I'm ready to fix it. Now, mm-hmm. again, like I said, I can take it too far. So if you are in the wrong I can hold a grudge. I'm not proud to say that, and I can be spiteful. I'm not proud to say that either. I'm just saying I'm aware of myself. So if you do something wrong to me and you my boo thing, nah, like, mm-mm. I'm going to wait. Hell will freeze over before you catch Yikes. me saying anything. I didn't expect you to say that. But okay. I'm just saying. It, again, it just it just depends on what it is. Right. But, you know, of course, when it's good, Everything's good, but even even when it's good, that has to be managed because I'm an all-in person, and when I'm, like, really vibing with somebody, I want to live in your skin. I want to breathe your air. I want to blink with your eye. Like, I want to do all that, and it's like, you can't allow that to get you sidetracked with what you're supposed to be doing. Like, the other stuff you got going on, like, love going to be there. So love, whether good or bad, can be a distraction, so you got to know how to manage that properly so i just think giving myself that proper space and balance like and keeping what i got going on at the forefront and also keeping in mind like girl we trying to be an asset not a liability like yeah make sure like you taking care of what you need to take care of so everything can stay smooth and copacetic so that's that and then um hurt um again it just depends on what the hurt is if it's like friend hurt i saw this the other day and it was like you know um, people don't talk about friendship breakups like they do, like, romantic breakups. Mm-hmm. But if you hurt me, depending on who you are and what the situation is, I hurt deep because yeah. I love deep. Right. So, and for me, I'm always left with the feeling like, dang, I would never, I would never do that to you. Right. Depend- that doesn't matter who it is, family, friend, boo, I would never do that to you. <laughs> so, when something is done to me, whether intentionally or not, it cuts deep. Yeah. So it's just, you know, again, it just depends on what it is and who it is and, you know, how many times it's happened. It just depends. All of that's circumstantial. But the overall just is, and, and even in silence, I just pray. When I'm mm-hmm. dealing with all that, I just, I just pray. Like, you know. That was a good one. 
it's you can always run to somebody and ask them for their advice. And sometimes people mean well. Sometimes people don't. Sometimes people know what they're talking about. Sometimes they don't. But who will never steal you wrong is God. My favorite scripture, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding. So it's like, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Like, if I can't seek help from other people, I can't have other people telling me what to do or, or taking so many, listening to so many different voices. No, I just, let me pray to God real quick. And if yeah. I'm not praying to God nine times out of ten, my grandmother, I, everybody say about their grandmother, that's their heart and human form, but Patricia Woodbury, that lady... I confide in her about everything, like, sometimes even more than my mom. Like, I'll eventually tell my mom, but, like, sometimes I go to my grandmother first. And that's because my grandmother has set up that relationship with me ever since I was a child. Like, just very open. And my mom, too. But mm -hmm. it's just like, even, you know, I think grandparents, they just have a different kind of love for the grandkids, right? You know, because they, like they see them for who they are versus as a parent who's stressed and trying yeah. to juggle life and prioritize and all that stuff. I mean, that's why the saying is like it's their second go around mm -hmm. when they have grandchildren because mm -hmm. it allows them to experience a childhood in a different way mm -hmm. without the pressures of having to get everything right and wrong. Mm -hmm. so, like, yeah. but aside from that, like again, not to get super spiritual, but my grandmother. You know, she is Christian, and it's just like, that is, like, who I can find. I need, I need to call her about a Bible reference. I'm calling up my grandma. I need prayer. I'm having trouble with something, or I need her to need some someone to agree with me, touch and agree with me. I'm calling my grandmother. Good, bad, and different, I'm calling my grandmother. So it's just like, if I'm not talking to God, I'm talking to my grandmother because I know God is going to, for sure, answer her calls. He's going to, hold on, y'all. Patricia calling me. What's going on, girl? Like, yeah, so, prayer. What about you? Um, how do I manage stress, love, hurt, and silence? Mm -hmm. I don't manage stress well at all. Mm -hmm. I'm easily flustered. So I guess that would mean I'm sensitive, which, I mean, I feel like if anyone knows me, they would know. Would they be sensitive, though? Yeah. Okay. I think so. But I try to be sensible with my sensitivity. Mm -hmm. At least I think so. But, yeah, I don't manage stress well. Like, for me, managing stress is like, Okay, so now I gotta take myself to Target, and I'm 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 at Target mm -hmm. for no reason, and I've just spent three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Or now I gotta treat myself to dinner, mm -hmm. or drinks, or any other thing I might be obsessing over at that time. Mm -hmm. So you obsess over something yeah. to help you, okay? And honestly, I didn't realize that that's the connection. So now, but yeah, I think when I'm stressed out about something, whatever it is, becomes my only focus. Okay, one of my um. One of my homeboys said to me that when I was asking him, like, what was his impression of me, he was like, you come up with these scenarios in your head of situations, whether good, bad, or indifferent, and that's all you can see. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll listen, and you'll, you'll, you'll even uh, agree with mm -hmm. another scenario, but you will only stand by the one that you create in your own head. Mm -hmm. Like, that definitely does sound like me. So, yeah, when it comes to love, I don't know how I manage love because, you know, you and I are the same way. Like, when I rock with you, I rock with you. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, look at the girl I met at the Ari Lennox concert. Like, mm -hmm. she was a little inebriated, and I didn't want to see her out all by herself. Mm -hmm. So we just clicked with each other, and then I just kept up with her for the rest of the night. Mm -hmm. Like, you, everybody thought we were best friends. Have y'all kept in touch since? No. Oh, okay. No. 
it was almost like considered to be a one night stand. Oh wow! <laughs> except you know nothing happened with us, but except for like the experience of the concert together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. But I'm saying like if we would have after we would have like she probably would have been like my little new bestie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my how do I manage stress? I obsess over it because I love my people. Because mm-hmm. when I have a person like that person. Like, I genuinely carved out a part of myself for you. So, like, act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, When it comes to hurt, it's a hit or miss. Because if I hurt, I hurt. But then, like, that's the thing. This podcast really just be unveiling so much about ourselves that I don't even be knowing. So I was about to say, like, if I'm, if I'm hurt, I'm hurt. But if I'm hurt, in time, I'll move on. But then I'm sitting here thinking, like, no, like, I'm just an obsessive person, I think. Like, I think of everything all the time, mm-hmm. don't matter what the topic is. So if I'm hurt, first thing I think of is, like, friendships and relationships. Like, I will go through a lot of effort to resolve mm-hmm. before it can get to a place where it's like, damn, I'm backing off. My hands are tied. There's nothing. There's no more fight left in me. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't manage hurt well either. And in silence, I'm used to it. So I think I manage silence pretty good or pretty well, excuse me, because I'm used to silence. Like, I'm used to, I'm the youngest of three girls, and my older sisters, like, they were older, and they wanted they wanted to do older things, and they didn't feel like their little sister was cool enough. So I've always been on my own. Mm-hmm. I've always had to ration um out things and conversations and situations on my own so i'm used to the silence i don't Mm -hmm. like it but i manage it well because that's really all i know dang that's why i be talking so much (laughs) i'm done y'all we keep trying to say well i keep saying like this is not the kimberly therapy podcast but it really be turning into it sometimes anyway how do you cultivate self-awareness and manage emotions like, how do you do that? How do you do that, Coco Louie? Like, how do you cultivate an understanding of, like, who you are, what you like, what you don't like, what you stand for, what you don't stand for, what you'll buy into, what you won't allow to be played in your face? Like, how do you do that while all managing your response, your emotions, your feelings? I think it's like how I said last episode is just based off experiences, based off of when you when it's when something first happens, of course, you've never experienced it before, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't know what to expect. But I think after you've experienced something one time, even you can't even say that it's going to always be the same. It's going to be that exact same way, right? So several experiences are going to happen where they may mirror each other in certain instances and may not be exactly the same, but the outcome may end up being the same. Yeah. So I think when you have those experiences it kind of helps you it's like when you 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 burn yourself right you you fall down you do something you get hurt mm-hmm. you don't like that feeling so you're going to do what you can so that doesn't happen again right right now let's say you're doing all you can and then boom you get hurt again but it was different this time instead of getting hit in front like full force in the front you got hit from the side right so now Instead of just protecting the front of you you're gonna protect the front and the side of you if you guys could see the <laughs> <laughs> the action movie that's happening in front of me <laughs> as she's trying to explain these things. Listen, okay. But I but, agree. You know, you. I, I think for me, it's just it's experiences, just based off the experiences that I, I've gone through. 
and being aware and in tune with my feelings and being honest with myself. I think that's a big thing. You have to be honest with yourself. You may want, you probably won't lie to everybody else, but you can't lie to you. You are stuck with you to the day you die. So don't matter the front or face that you're trying to put on for everybody else. But you, you know what? That's true. That's you probably stuck with why you. people be in conflict about topics and situations and stuff because you're literally fighting the truth and then what you want to buy into. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. For me, cultivating self-awareness is literally this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because even as I was sitting here thinking of what to say while you were talking too, while still trying to be an active listener, it's like, okay, this podcast, like it holds me accountable. Mm-hmm. Because when we get up here and we start talking, I could easily lie mm-hmm. and, you know, put out a, a front about who I am and what I'm going through and all that stuff. But it's almost like, free-flowing because naturally my body wants to just flush it out because mm-hmm. I don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Ah, going back to my to my strength and my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm, you know, forcing myself to, to face the funk. But the flip side is that it causes me to overshare at times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that tie happens. So, I mean, honestly, I think cultivating awareness is jointly what we said is, you know, experiencing life, but being proactive and in tune and allowing yourself the space to then plug and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like a puzzle, you mm-hmm. know. You never, well, <laughs> I was about to make up a whole saying, but I would assume it's like a puzzle. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I should say I have, I'm assuming it's going to be like, a million piece puzzle like okay. it's going to take you a while to complete it and get it done mm-hmm. and you might think that you have it all together but more than likely a, this piece might go over here mm-hmm. and you know vice versa so being open-minded and, and and flexible to peeling back those layers and 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 working with them and and seeing what you can recycle seeing mm-hmm. what you need to get rid of all of those things is is definitely important so at the beginning of the episode, we, you know, offered our strengths and weaknesses. So, like any job interview, <laughs> um, what would be some areas of improvement? And not lending it to your weaknesses, mm-hmm. but I guess just in general, when you think of yourself in, in totality, like, do you like yourself? Mm-hmm. What areas of your life could you improve? For one, expecting me out of people. Mm, agreed. Like, um, dang, like at me, are you saying like you agree with the statement like for yourself? Oh, for the statement. I was like, dang, <laughs> sheesh, you said agreed. No, both. Actually, now that you ask me, Ooh. both. Both. Wow. Okay, friend. Tell no, me no, about no, no, no. Sheesh. Because it applies to me too. Like, same conversation. You and I had this conversation, like expecting people to show up or to understand like the severity yeah. of of what it is you're going through or what you want out of a situation mm-hmm. the way that you would show up. Yeah. So that's why I can agree on both layers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't shade you. <laughs> it's like dang. No, I wouldn't Hold do that. Right, I wouldn't do that. But um, you know, because that's I always I I deal with that daily mm-hmm. and that's just not on that's on every level, work, friends, family, booze whatever like every friend like everybody's not gonna show up the way show up for me the way I show up for them and I don't want to necessarily like 
I don't want to say that it's a that's a bad thing because everybody's different, mm-hmm. right? Right. But it's just being aware that sometimes that may not be the case, and it may be. You may have people that will show up the way that you show up for them. Yeah. But you know, you just you you read the room. Okay. Um, another area, of course, like I said, my number one thing was I overthink. So it's just just trying not to overthink, <clears throat> and you know, this goes Is that into. I think so. It's like when we were talking and you were saying how I'm very cut and dry when it comes to certain things. And I was like, well, yes, I am. But at the same time, I have my moments. Like, I have my moments sometimes where I'm just like, boy, when that mind go down that rabbit hole, it be it be down there. Right. <laughs> it be down there. So it's like just taking something for what it is. like, And it's easy to get lost in the sauce. Everything can be calm, cool, and collected. You can be the coolest of cats. And somehow you could trip and fall, and now you're down that rabbit hole. Right. But you just got to pick yourself up and remember, now we being a cool cat. Be a cool cat. Be a cool cat. Be a cool cat. You know? Okay. So I think for me, it's just trying not to overthink with things and not expecting myself out of people. You nice. know, taking them for who they are and who they show me to be. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, I second that. You know, identifying that how how I show up or resolve situations is not going to be the same as others. Mm-hmm. Also think I need to improve my ability to take things at face value, mm-hmm. which kind of ties into the overthinker portion that you said. Mm-hmm. But see, I don't think overthinking is a bad thing. I think, or concept, I think overthinking is good because you take in consideration a lot of different angles. I think for me, my issue with overthinking is that I'm impulsive. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to what my friend was saying to me, like I create a scenario and then that's all I know. So maybe my room of improvement would be to like, to try to be a little bit more limitless Mm -hmm. in terms of my thinking um, and being able to be, I wouldn't call it open-minded, but maybe... Just be more, yeah, I can't even make it up because I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't, I really don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, less fearful. Okay. Seeing things the way that they are versus how I might romanticize them in my head. That could be possibly good or bad. Mm -hmm. Because either way, I've gone through multiple scenarios of how this could go down. Mm -hmm. And that's all I see. And I would think one more area of improvement would probably be just saying what I mean and meaning what I say. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to start learning how to stand firm on things mm-hmm. because, you know, we talked about it. Like, you'll say, you said, like, you know, don't play in my face. You play in my face. Like, I'm gone. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll say that too. But then I still, like, give you room to play. No, like, I got to. I, I gotta stay mm-hmm. ten toes down. Like if I if I say that, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. You know what I say? If it looked like a duck and it quack like a duck, it's a donkey. It's a rabbit today. <laughs> <laughs> boing boing boing. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, honestly speaking, how would you rate yourself from a scale of one to five? If you had to give yourself like a star, baby, it's giving five stars. Period. Okay, <laughs> it's giving. I mean, or if you stars. like yourself, but okay. Five stars? Five stars all the way around. That's the highest. Girl. I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I look, I'm just trying to make sure I understand the skill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think very highly of myself. And that is no, it's not a Leo thing. It is a me I thing. Like, right. I think very highly of myself. There's 
never been a day where I was like, Duh. So as a person in your whole being, all of you, from mm-hmm. your strengths, your weaknesses, and your areas of improvement, you think you're a five? Absolutely. Okay. What about you? I don't disagree with you. I'm just asking. No, that's right. Um, because I'm in my, what did, what, what did I call it earlier? Maintenance. My maintenance phase. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I forgot already. <laughs> but yeah, because I'm in my maintenance phase, I would say that I'm a four. Okay. Like I'm, I'm almost there. Okay. But not quite. Because, you know, there's always room for improvement. And with me learning uh, a lot of new things about myself and qualities about myself, whether good, bad, or indifferent, like, yeah, I, I have some polishing that I can do. And I'm, I actually like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I like it. I like it a lot. A whole lot. Okay. I like that. So, Woo! truthfully speaking, friend, how you feeling? What's the scale today? So, truthfully speaking, are you the grandmother? Of them all, like Queen B herself, mm-hmm. or Michelle Obama, or Mother Winslow. You know who Mother Winslow is, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, like House of Darion. Is it giving Mother Mother? <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, I remember House of Darion. Or is it, I mean, side chicks are winning right now. The Royal Queen. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Queen, what's her name? Queen Camilla uh-huh. of the United Kingdom. Ciao. Okay. She was the side piece, which broke up Charles, Prince Charles III, who's now King Charles III, mm-hmm. and Princess Diana. She's been holding it down for 30-plus years, and now she's Queen, Queen Camilla of the United Kingdom. Child. So, I mean, it kind of sound like side chicks are winning right now. I don't know. The side chicks, it definitely looks that way, but it's, it's always going to go, when they go low, we go high. It's giving mother energy over here. No, I love, I can't think of the man's name, but he's all over TikTok right now. Oh, my God, this is our first episode where we didn't refer to the great book of TikTok the entire <laughs> time. What? Oh, my goodness. But um, I can't think of his name, but he says, when they go low, we go lower. <laughs> <laughs> and people are using that as, like, how they are doing the opposite of what Michelle Obama said, you know? Uh-huh. but. Yeah. So for me, it's, I don't know. It's not giving House of Darion for me. Mm-hmm. It's definitely giving side chicks a winning. They always be winning. Jasmine Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl like me. Mm-hmm. Um, how you feel today? Good. So with that being said, today's word of the day is find solace in your solitude. Find solace in your solitude. There's nothing wrong with being one with yourself. All you have is you. At the end of the day, you came into this world alone unless you were a twin. But essentially, you live in your body alone and you will die alone. You may die next to someone, but you die with yourself. So love yourself. Make peace with yourself. Find joy within yourself. Be one with yourself. Find solace in your solitude. I know that was not supposed to be funny, but unless you were a twin. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, or a triplet, or if you was one of multiple births, you know what I'm it trying wasn't to say? supposed to be funny, but I couldn't help but laugh, because I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, 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 my bad. My bad. Go ahead. I'm done. Bad timing. It's, it's okay. <laughs> bad timing. And y'all, it is a wrap, episode 15. Right. 15 episodes are down. Yes. I, man, we thank y'all for rocking out with us, because we truly and greatly appreciate it. Um, you already know what we need you to do. Follow us on all of our socials at Excuse Me Over Here Podcast, and that's spelled correctly, and that's on Instagram. Kimmy, what's the TikTokers? Excuse Me Over Here PLZ. 
And you guys can follow me, your favorite tomboy Barbie, on Instagram and TikTok at the Coco underscore Louie. That's T-H-E-C-O-C-O underscore L-O-U-I-E. And then on Twitter, it's Coco underscore Louie. Kimmy, how can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Kimberly State of Mind, period. All right, y'all. Until next week. Excuse me over here. Bye. Bye.